BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat, and I'm your host, Amanda, bringing you the latest in all celebrity gossip, reality TV recaps, and anything happening in Hollywood right now that I just can't keep my mouth shut about. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat. Okay, my girl, KT. Third time is ice cream. Do they say that in English? What? No. Ice There's cream. There's a saying in Hebrew that's like third times ice cream. <laughs> oh, like third times a charm. Okay, third. Yeah, that that makes more sense. I've never heard <laughs> ice cream. That's that's cute though. Katie Maloney Schwartz is on the podcast for the third time. Can you believe? Can you believe? I know it took us a whole year and a half to do it the second time, and now here we are. Here we are. So the first time I want to reminisce, the first time was when you were so sweet because I was binging VPR super late. And I think you guys, oh, it was when season seven was about to come out. And I was like talking to you about season four. I was like, so remember? And you went with it. You were like talking to me about (laughs) shit that was so old. And I was like, so and I was so into it. I was living it. And you and I was like, so sorry, I'm on season four, but let's discuss as if it's happening in real time. Yeah, no, it's fun. I like to reminisce, too. I, I, I feel like season four was a pretty big season, too. I think that was when I got engaged. Ugh. Maybe something else happened. So good times. It was good times. And then the second time you came on is when we were waiting for season the much anticipated season seven because it was the first one I was going to watch live and it was a really big deal. And I want to just start with something that I read right before we started that you said something that made me sad. Like you in a in the interview to Entertainment Tonight said like that you felt while watching the show that it felt final to you. Did it not to you? Did like at the end when they had the the our like theme song, like all slowed down and everyone's like leaving and going like their separate ways. It was just so ominous. And felt so final and sad. Like, I I cried. I was like, this is like, this feels so final. Like, oh my God. I was like, there's no way I can be the only one, right? But this is even before, like, the scandal happened and we don't know what's going on. So why would it even feel that way? Do you know what I mean? What do you mean? What scandal? Like, the with Stassi and Kristen getting fired, the last episode aired before. Yeah. So why would it feel final? Like, why would they even do <laughs> I don't that? Know. I don't know. Maybe I don't think it was on. Per- like, I think oh. it was just like my per- perceiving of it. Yeah. But think about this. You know how on Roni at the end of each season, they do like Dorinda moved downtown like Tinsley got engaged. Like they yeah. always wrap it up and they write like the little snippets of where they are today and then they have more seasons. Yeah, they don't do that with our show. I feel like but it, I feel like it was just a different type of ending cuz I mentioned also that normally it ends and it's like comes full circle and Lisa's talking right. about how you know at the end of the day we're all one big family and we fight and we make up and everything, you know. Yeah. So, I don't know. It just it just had like a overall different feel, but that was just me <laughs> being in my feelings probably. It felt like a different season kind of too, in general. 
For sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. There was, you know, 49 people. <laughs> it was- Wait, you know what I was thinking before? I was like, is Katie, can you talk shit about anyone? Because you made up with James. You're too cool with everyone. Can now. I talk shit about anyone? It, I, yeah. It, it's like my favorite thing to do. <laughs> it's like. No, but we used to like be able to talk shit about James. Now you're like BFF with him. <laughs> no, I'm not BFF. No, but I, it's okay. It's it's my like shit talking is like pretty innocent. It's just like, oh my God, this person's so annoying to me right now. Like one of First those all, things. People need to know. People need to know about a few things about Katie that people don't know. A. She loves celebrity gossip. Correct. And loves like the shit. She loves <laughs> it. I feel like people wouldn't know that about you because you seem very like, like you have like eclectic taste in music and you like smoke weed. But like she <laughs> loves stupid shit. She like loves Justin Bieber. Like don't be mistaken. Oh, I am not above any of that. Are you, <laughs> are you kidding? It's like, it's like crack. I can't I want to say that like I don't read it all or know it all. And some things I don't read. There's there are some things. It's not everything pop culture that I love. Like, don't right. ask me anything about The Bachelor because I don't know. Like, there, there might be something that I'll like I'll find interesting. So I might like research a little bit, but I don't really know who like anyone is. I for in the sure last talked shit years. to you about like Tyler Cameron. Yeah, but that was see, the, see that was something that was like, OK, because he was with Gigi. Yeah, exactly. So it was like there was some crossover. There was a, there was more interest in it for me to like do a little digging and research. But I don't watch like Bachelor in Paradise. I don't like watch the show anymore. I haven't since. Oh, what? Who was it? Probably the last one I remember really watching was like when Caitlin Bristow was the Bachelorette. I love how you call her Bristow. I'm dying right now. What is her? How do you say her last name? <laughs> Bristow? 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 Whatever. Bristow. 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 Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't, I like, I, I used to love The Bachelor, but now it just feels like people just want to go on to become like an Instagram oh influencer. Did so, you see the drama with Colton and Cassie? I've, I've seen like there's some kind of restraining order <gasps> basically through you. I'm, I'm, I'm learning about this. Just I know. From I'm like waiting Instagram for you story. to say it. I'm like, give the credit, Katie. Give yeah. the credit where credit is due. She's like, I research. I Google. I'm like, hello. Well, meaning, meaning when I research, it's like, I'm, I, okay. Research is Instagram. No, I found, I, I had to re- jog my memory and think about where I'm seeing this stuff. Yeah, the the Cassie and Colton. Cole. Yeah, remember you met them? Where did you see them? And you like oh. sent me the picture. It was like the VMAs. Yeah, it was the VMAs last summer. Yeah. So crazy. They were sitting at our table. I didn't really talk to them. Okay, guys. Today, I'm here to talk about one of my favorite things self-care. You know, I love myself. I hope you love yourselves. And it's one of the most important things. You hear it everywhere. A lot of people talk about the fitness aspect of it, the wellness aspect, the the nutrition aspect. But you know what people don't talk about enough is the freaking sex care and the sex aspect of self-care. So especially since freaking quarantine times, which has been since I don't know, 1974, we've been staying in with our partners. And I mean, there isn't a fucking baby boom for for no reason, right? Like everyone and their mom is pregnant and um, everyone's getting down and dirty in the bedroom. And that's where Woo comes in to help and enhance your sex life, uh, especially since you've probably been doing it more, staying in and freaking quarantine times, let me tell you. So Woo More Play is the all-natural sexual wellness brand that takes your sex life to the next level. They got you covered from start to finish with their coconut love oil, freshies, and now they even have quickies, which is just a smaller version of their coconut love oil. So you can take your better sex life on the go, even if it's only to the living room or kitchen. Uh, My favorite are their Freshies towelettes before sex or even after because they're made with coconut water and they smell amazing. So I always feel confident down there. You know what I mean? It's just you want to make sure that 
you're sanitized, that you feel well, that you're clean and fresh either before or after sex. And it's even an easy way to clean your hands when after you get groceries. I also want to tell you guys about the Woo Coconut Love Oil. It's made with organic coconut oil and you can use it for everything, for massages. It's edible if you want to get really down and dirty. And because it's made from freaking coconut oil, you can put it anywhere. You know what I mean? It tastes like a freaking vanilla cupcake. I highly, highly recommend testing that one out for yourself. And the Woo Quickies are a game changer because it's the the love oil just in, in smaller pre-portion packs so you can take them on the go. So you guys head over to WooMorePlay.com. That's W-O-O moreplay.com slash discount slash not skinny for 20% off your order of woo of any of those products, all of the products. You can also just use code not skinny at checkout for 20% off woo more play to start spicing it up today. Okay, you guys, that's 20% off with code not skinny. Trust me, you'll keep coming back for more. You guys, woo, woohoo. Okay. Hi, I'm Pia Berengini, the creative director of LPA, an entrepreneur, a wife, and a dog mom based in Los Angeles. This is my new podcast, Everything is the Best, where we basically ask interesting people, how did you go from zero to yacht? I'm always curious how the hell people became successful, and I figured you would be too. Get on the internet with me. Let's laugh, let's cry, let's overshare, and let's get inspired to live our best lives. Check out new episodes every Wednesday. It's all for you, baby. Thanks for listening. Love you, mean it. So first of all, I want to just tell people about the Cassian Colden thing. Not that I told you so, but like kind of because I used to make fun of how like obsessive he is about her. I mean, it's it's hard to make the joke, but like he lost his virginity to her probably. And like, I don't know, don't have sex with a virgin. Like, I don't know. Like, look what happened. She broke up with him. Tracking device on her car. How did Katie. she find it? How do you find if you have a tracking device on your car? Like, how do you know? she looked for it because he did really weird shit. Like I literally read the restraining order and like zoomed in on Instagram, screenshot it, like went, went into far lengths and he did crazy shit. He used alias phones to text her that he's like, that he knows where she is. Like, I know that you went to Kaylin's house or like, say hi to your fam for me, like weird shit, but from different numbers. And more than that, babe, he then texted her from him saying that the same thing was like happening to him weird things but then he admitted <laughs> slash they found out that he, it was actually him that he put a tracking device in her car he was seen outside her window at 2 a.m like obsessive shit that's terrifying so she got her restraining order i think uh like confirmed or whatever you call it but you should watch this upcoming season because i feel like it's gonna be savage af like with claire I'm Yeah, I'll be curious just to find out what it is. I mean, supposedly it's because she fell in love with the one dude who was like a football player or something. What's his name? I think model. Dale. Dale. I thought he was like a football player or something. And then the new bachelorette comes in. So I would just be curious because that's something we haven't seen before. Right. But also, how do you how do you fall in love with somebody within like two weeks like that? I mean, I guess when you know, you know, but like. Yeah. Under those kind of conditions, I can't imagine that, you know. Oh, yeah. We'll see. But I heard that Claire, because you were saying that you hated how they all became like thirsty and gross and the whole franchise is like go on to get famous and like get followers. But well, when Ashley, I was on my podcast and she said that Claire is like not that type of person. Like she's actually one of the few that like doesn't care about Instagram followers. So it kind of made sense to me that she would like come on, be like, Oh, I'm into this guy. Bye. Do you get what I mean? And if she did it that way, then it's like, oh, okay. She's not new to the franchise. She knows that, like, it's like you got. It's not like she went into this and was like, I could, I could not expect to feel this way. It's like you've already been through this. Like you know what it is. Yeah. You come in. There's how many dudes. You start narrowing them down and sending them home until you get yeah. down. You know, like you had to do. She didn't give anyone a chance. So I don't I don't know. I mean, I'd be there for the right reasons for sure. But also, I just don't I'm not quite getting 
her yeah. her dilemma of like, well, I fell in love and now I got to go. It's like you knew the score, you knew the game, like you knew yeah. how to play. So you knew the score, you knew that I love Katie's little like sayings. You knew the score. I don't know. Game. I meant to say, you know how the game is played. <laughs> yeah. Something about a scoreboard that was going to be in. I don't know. I'm a, I feel like out of it today. <laughs> No, don't say that. Wait, A, you're drinking Coke Zero. And like, I don't want to like, don't add us. Like, I wish I could switch my computer camera. So you see that I have like three things of cans of them. And we also both drink them out of cans. Yeah. Was there any other way to drink it? Unless it comes out of well, a fountain. Well, you buy a bottle, babe. You uh, no. buy like a two liter bottle. No, this, there's something really, it's more crispy this way. I know. Dude, Spicier. I buy the like fucking cans and don't add us again. We know it's not good for you. Coke Zero is fine. It's better for you than Coke. It's better for you than Diet Coke. Really? Yeah. But it has like aspartame in it. It's like not good. But no, I don't. I think that. Well, yeah, it does have aspartame. But you know what? Listen, choose your, you know, vices or whatever. Exactly. I'm yeah. not. A, I'm not perfect. I used to like smoke cigarettes with Coke Zero. Okay, I used to like pour a fucking glass and like be like puff it on up. So Dude, I sometimes am I sometimes I mix vodka in that. So like, what you gonna do about it? What with some like lemon and lime? No, vodka like grosses me out. Do you? Vodka are you drinking really at all right now? I'm not. I'm so lame. Oh my god. So not why? Cool. Just because I'll you're tell just you why. busy. Not about the breastfeeding. Like I don't like. I think you can do it. A lot of people told me like the rules I haven't looked into the them. P- pump but, and dump <laughs> well no people actually said like if you can drive you can breastfeed like if you're not drunk AF basically but you're like tipsy then apparently you can bre- like so many people said this to me but I'm not in that headspace I don't know I don't listen like if I have to think about a hangover right now when I have to like feed this baby 24 7 I can't fucking deal with a headache or you know, yeah. not being a hundo like you're not a hundo anyway. So imagine you go out drinking mm-hmm. or like whatever and you wake up not good and drowsier than you are. And I'm just not I don't know. I'm not I can agree alien. with that. Or I see I see that because, yeah, I I will get vicious hangovers that yeah. like, will last the whole day that are pretty immobilizing. But I still would be like, oh, no, but I just don't know how like you haven't been able to have just like just a margarita. Or a glass of wine. And and like I took a taste of the margarita and it was when you don't drink for so because imagine how long it is. It's like nine months. You know, it's like a very long time not to drink. So then I took a sip of like my husband's margarita and it was like so sour. I was like, I know I'm so (laughs) but I have been I mean, he's been forcing us to go out like every Friday to like a restaurant. And even that I'm not into because, listen, getting dressed is not as fun when you like don't fit into your shit you know, not as fun to like prepare bottles and fucking pump just to go out to dinner. So all that shit makes you want to be like, eh, I won't go out. So he is forcing us at least to do that. But yeah, I haven't been um, drinking and flashback to our first podcast together that I remember we did at 2 p.m. I have a good memory. And I like made a margarita. I was like, we're going to drink. And I remember you said like, I think it was like the first line of the podcast. I was like, so I'm in a margarita and you were. Oh, and also I was mad more annoying. Like anyone listening, listen back. It was one of my first and I was so excited probably that I was like screaming more than now, if you can imagine. And like just (laughs) just so much. I was more than now. It was a lot. And I made a margarita and I was like, aren't you drinking with me? And you're like, it's 11 a.m. here. Like, yeah, I think it was with you. Yeah, it was definitely, which, you know what? Like, I have been known to get the drink on, you know, earlier than most people probably would. If you've seen the show, that's obvious, but not not every day. And I probably had like 10 other things to do that day afterwards. It's tempting, but then my whole day's gone. I know. I was like, so I'm drinking alone then. Okay, so I want to talk about what you've been up to. For real? <laughs> Yeah, like traveling the world. No, most importantly, <laughs> Katie started a podcast and we're podcast sisters now because we're in the same network. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited for you. Thanks. Your voice is like, probably you're getting this a lot now that you started the podcast. You have a very soothing voice. Well, thank you. Unlike me. <laughs> <laughs> Yours is like a very like, 
I feel like are people telling you that a lot now that you started a podcast? Yeah, I've I have I've heard that for a long time actually on the phone. People would always talk about how I had a really nice, just relaxing voice. And True. and then definitely since the podcast started, that's been a major feedback that I've gotten, which is not bad because it's yeah. better than vocal fry. Yeah, I get that, which I don't have that. So whoever commented that or wrote that, it's not true. Look it up on YouTube. It's not what I have. It's a no. different thing. No, you do not have vocal fry, but thank you. But yeah, no, it's been fun and challenging and a big learning curve because I wanted to launch it like forever ago. I mean, I started conceptualizing and wanting to do a podcast back in like August of last year, like a full year ago. And yeah. that, that didn't happen. And then when I met with Dear Media and we're like, let's do this. Then shortly after is when the whole COVID quarantine all went down. So it was like, mm -hmm. what do I do now? I'm going to like have to learn how to do this at home on my own. I already had a recorder, but I had no, no clue how it worked. It just, it just, it was so much more intimidating to me to have to like through that process because I was like, okay, I want a producer. I need someone to make sure that like record is being hit and that I don't fuck this up. So then it was just pushed back more and it just kept getting pushed back, pushed back. So I was sitting on this idea and on a bunch of episodes I recorded for months and I was just like, are people going to like this? Do I like this? I think it's, I think I like it. I think it's pretty good, but I will do that. I will psych myself out and I'll like, like obsess over things having to be perfect. Mm. I'm such a perfectionist and I just like, I just like don't want to fail at anything. And that's often why I don't execute things all the way because I will psych myself out. But I'm the opposite. I do things and I do them half ass. So then they're not so good. <laughs> <laughs> That's like what I do. I'm so like, and if it gets good, it's good. If it's not good, it's not good. That's how I do things. And sometimes you get lucky and sometimes you don't. I know. I wish I had that more. I wish I was just like, fuck it, just do it. And I, you know, I think I need to be less fearful of those things. But I, you know, but you did it. But yeah, but when people have been hypercritical of you for years. It's like you can't help but like have that creep into your psyche, I guess. I never got why people were hypercritical of you. I still don't get it. I mean, um, I feel like you get it less now, but there was that one season where like you were being called a bully. <laughs> yeah. Listen, and it's so weird to me. Like, I'm like, when was she a fucking bully when she when when the James thing like that's what you're going to call her a bully. Like, it was just such a weird I feel like someone says it or someone will say it on the show and then people will like fucking run with it. And I'm just like, mm. do you, have you ever experienced or witnessed true bullying? Because this is not it. Like when someone has repeatedly called you fat and told you you need to lose some fucking weight and you respond in an appropriate way or like maybe even just like a like I've had enough like fuck you way. That ain't bullying. That's like yeah. not taking shit. That's from like people. standing up for yourself. Yeah. yeah, I just I think I because I have like a no bullshit kind of mentality in the an approach to things and the way I deliver things sometimes can be like harsh, I guess, or just like really brass. But yeah, brash, brass, brash, brass, brass. Yeah, and brass. harsh. Fine, harsh. Yeah, <laughs> I can understand. I can understand why it can be like a turn off to people, but I don't think it's bullying. It's just it's not. And no. you called the the podcast. You're going to love me. Yeah. I love that. I told you. Because I was just thinking about my experience and how I just feel like people don't really know me. They know me from the mm. show. They've seen me interact with my boyfriend, with my friends, with, you know, people. So it's like it's fair to say that, like, you do know who I am from the show. But every part of me and how my mind works and my process of things and why I say and do the things. I don't think you often see like my process of it all. So you don't often know where I'm coming from. You're just seeing me react in a way. Yeah. And I think we got more of you. Like when I think of when we really got to know you more was when you were going through stuff with Tom, like the when you really wanted to get engaged and like the ring on the string, like I feel like then we were like feeling you like, oh, my God, like ring on the, the whole thing. Um, Tom, just like thinking of the times that you <laughs> cried and shit. But I feel like later in the seasons where it became kind of I mean, the show became a little different and it was like these little drama and then like kind of a because of the 47 cast members, it became like 
you know, more of like, let's talk about this drama. And then we can't really like get to know you or like what you're going through and like how layered you are, you know? Yeah. But I think everyone is is layered. And it's and so the the podcast became about coming from my own experience and then also thinking about how we just view everyone and how we don't really know anyone, whether there's mm. whether there's somebody you watch on Housewives or Kardashians or Bachelor or whatever reality TV show you watch, or even if it's a political figure or just a public figure like an Instagram influencer you always have a perception or an opinion of who you think this person is and maybe you like them and maybe you hate them, but like you don't know them until you really, you know, sit down and peel back the layers. And I've, I've definitely made snap judgments of people like, hello, Lala. I was just like, Oh, she's a homewrecker. I don't want anything to do with her. She sucks. Like, no, thank you. And then when we finally sat down and we were, you know, talking about Utah, both being from, from Utah, finding out that we're a lot more similar than we thought. And maybe that's yeah. why we clashed so hard. Then it was like, I related to her and we had things in common. And I was just like, damn, like I really love this girl. And so that's where like the, you're going to love me where it's like, it's not so mm. much me, Katie about Maloney, you. but it's about everyone. Yeah. So I just want to challenge people's opinions. And I'm not saying that we're not going to judge people. We're not going to talk shit because that's and I was like, getting sad over here <laughs> it's you know it's a fun sport but we have to be able to like be objective yeah so is that the show it's like every time like when you talk to, with the guests you're trying to like peel back the layers and get to know them and shit for sure yeah I want to find out things I can't google or even if it's someone I mm. know like things I didn't know about them and I was mm. I always think it's so fascinating to find out what people were like in high school because that's such a time in your life right such yeah. a, such a time when you're like into weird things like you know oh who, God, who yeah. are your friends what did you want to be when you grew up like what like did you have boyfriends girlfriends or were you like no thanks um were you goth in high school no i i definitely hit like an emo stride a, yeah. a scene sure thing I like towards that. the end of yeah. high school but It was funny. One of my speaking about like podcasts, one of my mean podcast uh, reviews was like, this girl sounds like she peaked in high school. And I just want to say to that person that I did not. I did not (laughs) peak in high school. Like I'm way more peaking post high school. Like no one like like I wasn't I don't I didn't even hook up with anyone in my high school. Like no one really was that into me. Oh, <laughs> I know. No, I don't know why they're dumb. I was still cute. I don't know what the fuck was wrong with them, but definitely didn't peak in high school. But yeah, you're right. That's really interesting. That's really so you're going to love me is on Dear Media. I feel like it's getting really good. Like people are liking it. I thank God. So No more fear. No, <laughs> no more fear. For yeah, you. No, once once it was out there and I saw people responding to it and really enjoying it. I was like, oh, thank God. Just because I felt like I was just sitting on it for so long and just. Yeah, it was a while. Anticipating. And I don't like anticipating. I like it. It stresses me out so much. My cortisol was through the, the roof. But <laughs> yeah, I'm enjoying it. I mean, it's hard. I, I feel like I listened to some episodes. I'm like, oh, that was just not my best. But it's it's I have to mm. get. It really does take time. It I know I sound time. like annoying, but like I told you, like I listened to my episode, the, the first with you and I'm like, oh my God, stop. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> like I was like, I was like, and I feel like you do. It is like a skill kind of as much as people think it's easy to just podcast or interview. It's not. And it, and you get better over time. And and I'm sure you're good and getting better and better. So who would be your like dream guest? Oh, uh, I definitely talked about this before in my in an interview I just did recently, but I think Chrissy Teigen would be really fun. I feel like we know a lot about her, but I just want to yeah. selfishly just so you're a talk stan, you're a Chrissy, you're a CT stan it's for sure. I feel like I really, love, I, I love her. She's kind of annoying me lately. Well, I'm sorry you feel that way. <laughs> Who isn't annoying me lately? Uh, every, no, whole- everyone annoys me too, but um. No, I just I don't know. I think she's funny. I think she's fun. I've I, I've met her a couple times and I've always really Yeah, you enjoyed. probably could get her on. Like I don't, use your I don't know if she like does podcasts. I don't think yeah. I don't think I've ever heard her on one, but that would be fun. Or obviously like Rihanna would be dope. Oh dude, I love the manifestation here. You're or, like Queen of England. Someone I really would be interested in talking to just because with the whole theme of my show would be 
someone like Monica Lewinsky. Man, what she went through publicly in front of the entire world when she was like 22 has got to be insanity. But, you know, like, yeah, obviously she knew he was married. But when you're 22 and the most powerful man in the world is telling you, you know, that he thinks you're pretty or that he likes you or that he's in love with you. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, you're not old enough. Your frontal lobes haven't even formed at that age. So like your decision making is not there. So I just would like really be interested in talking to her. Also, like times have changed, you know, like today would have been so different. Like people wouldn't have villainized her probably as much as back then. You know what I mean? Like watch Scandal. Have you watched Scandal? Oh, Okay, I just watched binge the entire seven seasons and no, I'm so not. sad it's over. Wait, did you hear that there was like rumors of Tony, the guy that plays uh, Fitz and Carrie yeah. Washington having like a full on like, affair? Yeah. No, I, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I, didn't. I mean, and people, people uh, will challenge and say like no like I worked with them that wasn't true and it's like well do you think that would have been like that in front of you like right but people had like seen them in grocery stores like low-key shopping in like random cities like or whatever but like when I read that I was just like damn I could totally see that because they had insane chemistry but you know what they say they say that like if you have like bad chemistry they say it's like opposite you know how in working moms like they have bad chemistry and they're actually married in real life. Yeah, but I think that they're just <laughs> they're just not sexual. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't necessarily agree with that. I could see that, but also I I feel like when people just have like bad chemistry, they have bad chemistry and I don't yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, scandal's fucking awesome. And Olivia Pope now, now every time like someone's does something fucked up, I'm like, I want to go Olivia Pope on their ass. <laughs> I'm going to like, I love how you're like also late to this, like 10 years. late. So like I, I am to everything. Yeah. But then you get it all at once. Y- yeah. And then I, that's what yeah. I'm saying. So, OK, wait, I want to wait till we talk about pen uh, 15 that you made me watch. But I don't want to watch it all at once. Like I need that's why it took me two years to finish fucking Vanderpump. Like I can't. <laughs> but I wanted to ask you just because we were talking about sexual things like why on Vanderpump Rules? Like, was it like a running joke that you would always make fun of of sex stuff like that you weren't giving Tom set? Like, was it just like, I'm going to go with this? Yeah, well, because everyone, it became just like a topic of conversation with people to be like, oh, you want to have sex? It's like, are Tom and I the most sexual people? No. But do we have sex? Yes, absolutely. Like there there's, you know, um, what do you call it? We've had droughts here and there for sure. But it's like when you're oh, we've been together for 10 years. Like, ugh, God, yeah, are you kidding? But yeah, no, we just started like making the joke, too, and being in on it a little bit. Just yeah, being, like, you were. Oh, you got into it. I don't even like <laughs> I will say, though, if you don't use it, you lose it. Because like Tom and I definitely went through a drought recently. And then we like, you know, started making up for lost time. And I'm just we're both just like laughing at how bad we were. <laughs> no way. Really? I yeah. I mean, we've like we've gotten our mojo back, but like we both were like, this is so awkward. It's so crazy. We didn't know like how I I like had forgot. I had forgot how to like No, Katie, stop. I swear to God. It's so weird because when I think <laughs> about myself when I was younger, or like even when I met my husband, I was like you know, you're, you like, you're so sexual and you're like trying to show that you're like whatever. And then you think about yourself now and you're like, you finish sex, you go clean up. You're like, oh, wash my hands. Then I was like, like, look at me. Like it's a, I don't know. It's just such a different, that that was was me like enjoying the, the, the semen. Oh, back in the day. Gross. What? No. Why you never swallowed it? Mm. Ew. Never in your life? No, I think it's disgusting that I think it's disgusting now. Then I was like, I love you so much. I would swim inside of you. (laughs) Like literally go elsewhere, like go to the bathroom. (laughs) Like don't don't even. But that's what's just so. Yeah. I mean, people need to know that. Yeah. You you definitely get lazier with things. You know, it's just like you're you're like laying there. You're like, well, I'm kind of into the show right now. Yeah. And then like, you know, Tom would go to sleep before I would go to sleep. It was just like like our schedules weren't 
But definitely one person needs to be, I feel like, a little bit more of an aggressor. Yeah, because then you can both like lose it. Like when my husband will do, like come on to me in my head, if he heard the thoughts, they were like, oh, my God, no, no. Oh, no, I just took a shower. Okay, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, this whole thing. And then when it starts, you're like, oh, this is fun. Like, yeah. you're like oh, this is enjoyable. Why am I so against it? Yeah, why don't but I do this more know often? That. Like, right. Well, we Tom and I put those words right out there. We're like, this we should do this more often. <laughs> It's just, but it's just hard because it's just like you get into like your routines of it. And then it like when you, and I'm sorry, scheduling is not sexy. There's nothing great about like, I don't know. Yeah. Being like tonight's the night. People people do that. Not in on TV. Yeah. That's like a real thing. Everyone's like, you you have to like make time. You like basically have to schedule it. I'm just like, that sounds really depressing. I'd rather just like not. (laughs) Unless you're like trying for a baby and then you can make it more of a thing. But, but yeah, that's very different though. But sexy time. Yeah. Ugh. Oh my God. That's so weird. Anyway, <laughs> I did want to talk about pen 15 because oh, Katie, the- this time you told you like it, like I, for I didn't even know what it you were. I we were trying to schedule for a podcast and you said like something that you were uh, having to do with pen 15, mm-hmm. a virtual thing. I'm going to watch then, some new episodes tonight. But yeah, I, I was surprised. I, I was shocked that you hadn't seen it, it because it just. Didn't I ask like, you if it's about like planes? Like I literally <laughs> had no idea it's even like a show. Like I was like pen. It sounds like a show about like nine eleven or like I really you, didn't. Do you remember in middle school that was like the biggest thing when people no, were like because I was here. 15. That's what my friend told me. I I was in Israel, so I asked her. I missed that. She was like, "Don't you know that they?" And she told me, and I was like, "Oh no, oh. I missed it." Dang. Okay. So yeah. everyone knows. Everyone in the world knows that. Yeah. The pen fifteen Pe- is penis. penis. Everyone knows. Yeah. I mean, maybe not kids these days. I but, but like millennials. That's yes. Would I have a question at the beginning of the show? Do they say when it is? Because I feel like it really lines up with our exact age. You know what I mean? I yeah. I feel like because they're so what like in middle school, school, junior high school, seventh, eighth grade, and it's definitely yeah. like. 90s. Yeah. Like no one has a cell phone. Right. It feels like it aligns exactly exact- with our time. But and I, I think I, that's I why. I can't remember yeah. if they said at the beginning what year it was, but thank you for the recommendation. It also for people listening and, and whatever. For the first two episodes, I was like, what the fuck? Like it took me a minute. But then I was like, like, I'm going to I finished it and I, I think I'm going to watch it again before Friday. I watched. Yeah, I last week because I was so excited. I was just like, I'm going to just rewatch all of this first season. But I think so was did everything else line, even though you were in Israel, was like you, the episode, the aim episode oh my God. was so the aim good. episode, <laughs> the the like the way you play with your friends, with the dances and the. It was just the phone and like your mom getting on the line. The whole everything was just like (laughs) genius. Like you're just jealous of their genius of these two amazing comedians that wrote the show and are in it. And our best friends in real life. But I also love that like they're playing they're playing like themselves as, you know, 13 year olds when they're, you know, 30 something. But Ellie, I know, but and then all the other characters are actual 12, 13, maybe that's 14 the only thing. Was, but I love how they approach that because then you're like, how are you going to kiss? And then they make it work, you know? Yeah. But you forget like Sam. Like I'm literally like I ship Sam and Maya. Like I want you just like legit uh, for, for people that don't watch, go watch it on Hulu. I feel like I was like screaming it just because it was so good and so smart. And if you're approximately our age, like in your early 30s, it'll just be like what your life was. When you found out that other girls were wearing thongs and you were like, that is the most scandalous when you got your, when thing she got ever. When you got your period, Katie, I was legit like, that's how I was when I got my period. I was like, no! Like, I was so <laughs> upset. Yeah. Like, I was so upset that people... Even though the masturbation video, I didn't really. Uh, but that was a lit. But I was cracking up. She is. a com- She I want like I'm obsessed with her. I started following her. Maya. Uh, mm-hmm. What a fucking thank you for for telling me to watch it. I'm obsessed. And it's coming back this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so excited. 
I'm already like scared for that to end. Do you go how I am? That's how I am too. I get so depressed because <laughs> I'll sit and binge something and it becomes like a part of your life. It's part of my dreams. It's part of like every waking <laughs> thought. I'm just like thinking yeah. about the characters and just obsessing and then it's just over. And then it's over and they take it away. Like never end, please. Have you watched Outlander? No. See, that's Graphical? another. I, I, don't, I don't know if it's your genre, but it's like... Is it a show to watch with like uh, my husband? It sounds the, like a boy uh, show. No, it's actually more. It's like it's like a history sort of drama show. So this woman, she uh, in Scotland travels back in time. So she's she's in like the 1950s and she travels back to like the 1750s mm-hmm. and like meets a guy. And I mean, it's just it's like soap opera in a in a good way. But like that has that like sort of drama to it. There's a lot of sex in it. But it is just such a good show. And you get so wrapped up into it because it's like they don't draw out storylines like in Game of Thrones for like tw- three years. There's the same storyline that you're forgetting. Oh, I didn't watch Game of Thrones. Okay. That makes so me it's like it's, it's not hard to follow. Like they like wrap things up really quickly. But it's mm. just like, oh, like you just it's just so like lustful and amazing. Maybe I'll do it then because your recommendation was good. And we both, well, you told me like when we scheduled for the podcast, you were like, so we'll watch Paris Hilton before. And I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know about that either. So I watched it because of you today. Yes. What'd you think? She's so sad. I know it makes me sad, but okay, one like not critique, but one thing I don't understand is so she's, she's talking about how she's like been in on this joke or that she's been playing a character, but she, that's not really explained like what, why she decided to do that what the I don't I don't understand that I'm just like are you just saying that because like you don't want to be like come across or people to think of you as some like ditzy blonde chick you know yeah I, I don't I didn't it's that didn't quite resonate yeah. with me it just you're right because she brought it up a lot and it was funny when not funny but when she was talking to the girls that she went to one of those uh schools with they were like, it was so funny on The Simple Life when you said you never cleaned before and we were like basically, you know, slaves there. So you know how to clean. So A, it also made me feel The Simple Life was all a lie and I really liked The Simple Life. So it made me a little sad for a moment. Well, I, I think even in The Simple Life, I, they they definitely played things up and they played into things. And that's not what I mean. But for her talking about how she wasn't herself at all, period, like she didn't yeah. use her real voice. I'm like, your voice sounds exactly the same. I don't know. No, it doesn't, babe. When her voice is so deep. Which I heard. I feel like on The Simple Life, that was what her voice sounded like. Nicole. Right. True. She would be like Nicole. Yeah. And I'm like, um, I, I'm like, yeah, because you don't always talk in the baby voice. And she's like, you know, like, that's hot. Like, that's right. Not, right. Like, but still, I just I don't I don't know. I didn't understand that whole that whole part of it. Part it was of a it. little you're right, because I think, first of all, it was kind of marketed as like her abuse story. But then you kind of only really get to that at the end. Yeah. Um. But in general, I just feel really sad for these celebrities. Like, I feel like people really need to get that being a celebrity is literally I mean, it's being that kind of celebrity. They're so sad. They're so damaged. So many of them. And and it's just you look at her and she's like, she wants to make a billion dollars. Like she's not going to stop. Like she's so lonely. It just it made me I feel like every time she talked in in, in an interview, she was like on the verge of tears. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, because she was. But she she, She heard talk about not being able to trust anyone and having to put spy cameras up because her new boyfriend was going to be coming around and she wanted to like make sure she knew what was going on. And it just makes me really sad. And even Nikki saying that, you know, there's just like she's just surrounded by yes people. Nikki seems to have it together. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like with her, uh, what are they called? Like ballet slipper shoes. She's very like a classy politician's wife. She's very Stepford-y. Yeah, but I like, I could tell, which I, 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 she didn't have a nose job. I could tell. Yeah. She doesn't have veneers. I could tell. So it's like a different kind of money that they have. It's like an old money where like, they're not all Botox and fillered up. They're not like, they're not fancy in the way that we see like, you know. They're not flashy, but they're just classy. Yeah. Yeah. 
But then Kathy kind of fooled me because I feel like I don't know a lot of the story. A lot of people were like, duh, she's a monster. So at first in her interviews, I was like, oh, like had that same feeling. And then at the end, I was like, you're a monster. Like yeah. when Paris told her and she was just like, oh, because I had no idea. Yeah. A solitary confinement. I mean, when when I feel like when you get to that point of like sending your kid to that kind of school where you're like in the wilderness and you're doing manual labor and you're like abused, essentially. I mean, like you're bad. I mean, I don't think those schools should exist anyway, but it's just like but her for parents, like just because they like she wanted to go party. Just I don't feel like that meant the punishment didn't meet the crime and taking her out of her bed in the middle of the night, like like she was being abducted, is insane. And that will that will that that alone will fuck someone up. Yeah, that's what she's saying. I mean, if you you guys should watch the documentary, but basically, she's very very traumatized by going to these. What do they call them? Like correctional schools? What do they call these fucking places? I don't exactly know. Like, I don't know what the term is. It's not like a boot camp. It's not a boarding school. It's like a military school almost. No, it's like, legit insane. And like when you think of that family and how much money they have and how many resources they have, like to think that they had to send her off. Again, you guys should watch the documentary, but she's been through some shit. And parents need to understand that, like, I mean, how, how could you not think about the ramifications for your kids in life? Like. I don't know. Well, it sounded like Paris was saying that they were more concerned with their reputation. So they weren't thinking about long term how it could affect her. They were just like, we need to fix things now. Like we need to get her out of here. Yeah. And then she came back, though. What this is what happens, right? She came back and she that's when the sex tape happened. And that's when she became, you know, Paris Hilton. But she is. First of all, I hope that she's getting treatment because I don't know if it sounded like she's in therapy or like she should be like, I don't know if it sounded like she's, you know, taking care of herself, but getting a peek into like that kind of celebrity life is insane. Like these people that travel 250 days out of the year. So that's just, yeah, that's what's nuts is just how she's just just gone and being that that probably also has to take like a toll on you too, like the insomnia probably has a lot to do with that as well as being in different time zones every day. And then her, how she got into that argument with her boyfriend right before she was playing <laughs> the, what was it? Tomorrowland. Yeah. And basically rips off his artist wristband and sends him away. And has security like rip him away. That's intense. No, I, and I, she was like, and all of a sudden like that other side of Paris comes out like we were saying she has those two voices, but it was like, dude, that's really not okay. I don't know. <laughs> there was a moment where it was like kind of, I was like, can we laugh about this? And then she goes on stage and is a DJ, which I'm like, that's kind of cool. Like being a DJ at a fucking festival. Yeah. She, she has the same exact body she had 20 years ago. Like the same exact, she still wears like the low rise, like, I don't know, juicy velour suits. Like, <laughs> but the, the, I couldn't get past kind of like the Britney Spears hair extension situation. Oh, yeah. On. Why doesn't yeah. she get better hair done? I don't know if it's like her natural hair. That is what makes it. It's hard. Look I don't weird. know. I, I don't know if it was just like her texture with the, whatever hair she's using. I'm over here trying to like be a professional. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's just I, or it's when they don't blend properly or the fact that she wears it straight and it's so you can really see the like demarcation of like where her hair is and where the extensions yeah. are. It's very weird that it wasn't more. Yeah, it was weird. But her face is legit like perfect. I don't know what she's getting done, but it's very, very. I don't know. Yeah, she looks great. She does. She's look 39. Really good. Yeah. Know, and then when she was talking about how, like, maybe wanting kids, but didn't. Know, yeah. I mean, I did. I It was kind of very somber throughout the whole thing of just being mm. like, this girl has everything. She has money. She has fame. She had well, not what you would think of as everything. She has everything but like what really would matter. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Yeah. Like you're not jealous at the end of it. Let's put it like that. You're not like I want to be Paris Hilton. You're actually like for me, it would give me anxiety to even think about being in her situation. It seems very lonely. And and the thing is that even though it seems like at moments that she kind of knows that 
she then says, I'm not going to stop until I make a billion dollars. And it's kind of like pathetic almost like then maybe add that to the list of what you need to go to therapy about because you see that's what life that life's not about that. And you see that you're not happy and you've made all this money and have all this money. So maybe that shouldn't be your goal. Well, because life is happening right now and she's she's focusing on the, you know, fantasy or the she's not present at all. And that's 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 very apparent throughout the whole thing. It's just like she's very not present in any moment. I feel like that's why she's kind of that's why she's kind of spastic at times and is like running around last minute. And yeah, yeah. I feel like she needs to as as cliche and like gross as this is, I feel like she needs to find like love and and someone to like because I feel like Justin Bieber really got better once like HB came in his life. Yeah. And like yeah. it looks like yeah. he's his he's balanced out. It looks like he got cleaned up. He just I feel like she needs like a someone and to to balance her out. Yeah. I know I could totally say but but I think she's just concerned with like being able to trust people yeah. and and it's like does she see, date someone that's like an equal to oh. her does she date someone that's like just very normal right she said that that's what she said no she needs to date someone equal to her she yeah. can't date a fucking dj you know making a shekel like she needs to date like a wealthy you know businessman or something mm-hmm. i don't know she needs to get on it really <laughs> I agree. But it was good. But it was it was it was a lot. They also did that animation, which I hate when they do. I feel like that was kind of not. I didn't understand that. I'm not going to yeah. lie. It's, it took me yeah. out of it a bit. <laughs> but OK, well, so I wanted you guys to all know that Katie's not only a reality star, but she's also a pop culture <laughs> connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as good um, as you, though. I'm not like I, I'm more of like like you are very good at like reporting and like going the extra mile where I'm just better at consuming. <laughs> well, yeah. No one expects you to report on, if all of a sudden you were like, so um, uh, no, but I and again, like Katie's podcast, everyone listened to it. But, you know, we have to like talk a little bit about Vanderpump Rules. Like what? So what do you think? What do you think is going to what can you tell us? about what you think is going to happen, what do you hope is going to happen, whatever you can say. <laughs> also, like, I feel like all of you should just be like, fuck you, bravo, and say fucking everything. Who cares anymore? Oh, like, God. all hell breaks loose. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, there's, like, there's not much to say because there's not much going on. You know, I mean, normally we film in the summer and we would have wrapped by a month ago, you know, so it's kind of crazy. But, you know, with COVID and quarantine and just public health and safety being of the most concern, we haven't been able to film our show because, you know, our show's not uh, it's it's a we film everywhere. We're filming in restaurants. We film at right. Tom Tom at Sir. We're yeah, we're at our houses, but like like you we're, couldn't be in a bubble like other shows. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I I feel like possibly, but who knows? But I think unless they did like a Big Brother thing in each of your houses. Does anyone want to watch that? <laughs> just kidding. I'm just like kidding. Jackson, Brittany, you and Tom. Yeah. No, it's just, I think, I, I don't know. I mean, all I know is because we don't, like, listen, we find out a lot of stuff like when everyone else does, yeah. truthfully. I haven't heard or read or seen that it's canceled. Right. Or that it is. So that's a good sign, I guess. But I think, I don't know. I have no idea. So you think even putting the Stasi and Kristen scandal aside, you think you it would the show would be in the same situation because of COVID? Yeah. Yeah. I oh, think so it's not because of that. That's I, I mean, listen, I don't work at Bravo <laughs> and I don't want to get in trouble for being like, yeah, totally. But in my from where I'm sitting, it doesn't appear that that was because of it. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's it's always just been because we haven't we've been in lockdown, basically, or yeah. lock, lockdown adjacent. So I think, yeah, that's it's just been like when it's safe to and and just now really please uh, people are going back to filming, you know, 
Yeah, well, I saw like New Jersey Housewives are filming. Yeah, I so saw I that too. I wonder how other shows are doing it, you know, because you're right. Because like The Bachelor, okay, they could put everyone in a bubble. But New Jersey Housewives, I wonder how they're doing it. Isn't Dallas and Orange County also? I don't know. I haven't kept up with that. But I think I think right now it's just kind of like, okay, how do we film a show that people still want to watch in the world that we're living in? Yeah. And especially that it's based on restaurants and the restaurants are, are they open or closed? They're still closed. Uh, They're Tom, still closed? Tom Tom really? and Sir have been closed. Yeah. Or, uh, yes. Tom Tom Sir and Pump have been closed. I but think. But it's allowed to have outside seating. So why aren't they doing that? I don't know. I don't know if it's because, you know, it can be expensive to open. Mm. And, you know, you, even if outdoor seating, it still has to be limited and spread out. So it's just I don't yeah. know. If, I don't know if it makes sense or who knows. Maybe they'll open up next week. I'm I am the wrong person to be asking about that. But um. <laughs> but are you guys like stressing? Are you are you already thinking about like, OK, plan B if the show doesn't come back? Like, I don't want to think about like, mm. the, you know, that right now, because I still feel like pretty hopeful. But yeah, I just I'm, I'm a restless because I would love to get back and film the show. And it's, you know, it's been what I've done for, you know, the last almost decade. So, of course, it's something I miss and I'm like dying to do again. Really? Does, yeah. Do you think everyone feels that way? Yeah. I mean, everyone that I've talked to mm-hmm. is is like really anxious to get back to it. But um, mm. and how would it how how has the you know, the scandal kind of affected you? It, more just like as a friend on that personal yeah. level, you know, it's it's really difficult because I know a lot of people want me to come out and say like, oh, yeah, fuck her. I'm not going to be friends with her or Kristen anymore. Like, no, that's not the case. They're, you know, my Stassi and I have been best friends for a decade. Kristen and I have recently reconciled, you know, like these are people that I have known for years and years and I'm really close to the situation and everything that's gone down. So it's like, I can't look at it the way everyone else does. I understand what's happening in the world. I can read the room. I know what the temperature is outside. I get it. And I'm not mad at anyone that wants to feel that way. Um, you know, Kristen, they, they're holding themselves accountable. They're doing the work that they need to do to educate themselves and, you know, grow. As Would you have them on your podcast to talk about everything? Um, maybe eventually. I don't know if I don't know if that right now is the, the right time. I think they both want to, you know, go at their own pace and and when they're ready. And, you know, I think right now it's just about taking, you know, step away and doing the like the work that we're all doing to learn and grow and Changes yeah, individuals. You were, I mean, you are and were very, very active with BLM and and you really did like amazing, amazing work on your social media platform and everything. But tell me about the reconciliation that you kind of said so quickly. We reconciled. You and Kristen. Yeah. I mean, when when this when um the news came out that Kristen was not, you know, and Stassi weren't coming back, I just like my heart like sank and I just was like, oh my God. I, I, I immediately thought about like putting myself in that position and how I would feel. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I just wanted to be there for emotional support because it's, you know, <laughs> it's big, it's big. Like, like we've been, they've been on the show since yeah. the beginning and they've been a massive integral right. part of it. So, so yeah, I, I, it's kind of like, when that happened, I was just like, you know what? Our bullshit aside, like she needs me just to like check in on her and, you know, sit in silence or hang out or yeah. do something, you know, just 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 to be supportive as a friend. So, yeah. And it's and I didn't know, like, if it would last. But it or, has. Or how long. you know. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. I see her. Um, all well, the she's time. doing like she has a boyfriend that you like, too, now. Right. So maybe it has yeah. to do with that, too, that yeah. she's not with Carter anymore now. I mean, I, everyone wants to say, like, it was, had everything to do with Carter. And, like, even though it was that was a part of it, it was more representative of, like, the issues mm-hmm. that we had. 
it wasn't because it wasn't it wasn't like oh if you're gonna be with this guy right. I'm not gonna be your fucking friend that was that was not it it was just about how she was wanting to play two sides of the coin all the time she wanted to like come over and talk about how sad and upset and unhappy she was and how she knew she needed to make a change but then not do anything about it and then you know tell me that it's none of my business but make it my business it's like the only reason I know any of this stuff is because you told me but maybe he also was actually bringing out not the best side of her and maybe her not being with him is making it you know cooler like is making her more of an enjoyable person to be around yeah she's she's very much more enjoyable to be around and just it has it's just feels yeah. lighter oh good you know and he's he's good to her and i've yeah i've known him for like i don't know five what you think like marriage material years i don't know i mean i i think i could see it i think it's, it's still like i mean they've been together not even a year so but i don't not that that yeah. means anything but I think, I don't know, I could probably see it. And what about all the baby fever going on on uh, Vanderpump? Is everyone annoying yeah, you now? Tell me about it. No, actually, it's it's really fun to hang out with pregnant girls because they love to eat. <laughs> you know? Wait, did they not before? Well, like, bef- well, Lala, I don't know. Stasi always talks about food and like ranch and shit. Yeah, but like now it's like, let's get dessert. And uh-huh. you guys want to share an appetizer. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> but it's no drinking. Fun, yeah. But no drinking. Well, yeah, but I also drink less because mm. it's like sometimes sometimes I don't want to be the only like. Yeah, one I feel it that's up. A, when we were talking about drinking before, I think what I realize is that I can have fun not drinking. And it's weird, too, because you're like, wait, going out, it, it always has to come with a drink. And when you're like. Wait, I have the same exact fun just eating. This is insane. But but yeah, I had a feeling from the beginning that when, you know, one of you would get pregnant, it would kind of be like boom, 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 boom. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I knew that this summer would be the summer that Tom and I were going to start to like get to work on it. I mean, still got to happen when it happens. Yeah. Try to be as like, you know, exact in your timing as possible. But still, the, you're not always going to get it right. Um, what do you mean exact in so, your timing? Meaning like when you're like, okay, like these are the days oh, this month. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it's you just could be off by like even oh, hours. Oh, I yeah. Feel. Oh, yeah. I forget how it would. Right. There's like the app and then you know when you're ovulating and then, right, it could, there's like that day. I use the Flow app, F-L-O. Yeah, and then, I, have, I use that one too. And then there's the one day where it's like the day. But I actually think that if I check when I got pregnant, it wasn't that day. I think it was, was it like even two days before. Right, it was like two days before or something. I've 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 tried. I've tried the two, three days, two days, one day. <laughs> Omg! Listen, it just you have to be chill and have it happen when it happened, and know that when it comes, yeah. it's supposed to be. Because when it comes, it comes, babe. And then you have that baby. And then you are a new, then it's real. But, but that's crazy. I feel like it'll be so fun to see all of you as mommies. I know. I'm so excited. Saucy's like, like she's got big belly now. I know. Sorry, big bump. I don't want to call it belly. She got a big bump now. It's like, she's just, she's like, but she's still, she's so like, it feels like January she's due. It feels so far away mm-hmm. still. It's like January. So you're saying she has a big bump, but it's like, she still has so long to go. But it's like beginning of January. So it could mm. even happen end of December, you know. So Yeah. But it's gone by so it has gone by so fast that I feel like it's gonna be here before we even realize. It. And she feeling good. Yeah, she is doing good. She she I feel like she had a really good pregnancy. They don't good, she didn't get away. like she didn't get like morning sickness. Mm. And, you know, she's you know, but I mean, she's still pregnant. She still is like, well, I sometimes get tired. Yeah. <laughs> but, and you're um, like, don't complain, bitch. There's so much work. I, I always said when I was pregnant, like, knock on wood, watch the Amy Schumer documentary. You'll never complain a day mm-hmm. in your life. Like some people have it really, really rough. So so she should be really grateful. I was always like out loud grateful. I was like, this is great. Like having the baby is so much harder. Just tell her that all the time. Being pregnant (laughs) is like nothing. I could be pregnant. It's really not bad. It's really, I mean, again, I know a lot of people have different experiences, but for those that uh, don't have, you know, harsh symptoms and then 
just know that having a human around is harder than having a big belly. What is hard? Is it just everything rolled into one that's hard? Or is it like just like the lack of sleep? I think or it's a lack just... of sleep because every like obviously being with him is so fun and there's such enjoyable moments and I am enjoying it. Like I love being with him and taking him outside and and it's a whole different life, though. But I think that maybe mm-hmm. not sleep. I think the not sleep because I read somewhere where it said like doing this would be so easy on eight hours of sleep. That's <laughs> yeah, it's, I could tell I feel like I'm I am I can function pretty damn well on about four hours of sleep. You think it's that, when babe? I get too much. It's when I get too much sleep. Yeah, that's when I'm really screwed because I'm groggy and lethargic all damn day. Mm. I think it's more like that. It's not consecutive sleep that you'll get like the four hours or the six hours, but True. it'll be like two and then you're up and then two and then you're up. But it's just a whole new world that is like amazing, but it's also, but it's also different, you know, mm-hmm. like even being here with yeah. you for an hour now, I'm like, oh my God, I have a baby. I just like forgot for a minute. He's somewhere. <laughs> and like, is he, you know, be, yeah. And you have to feed him before and you have to make sure he's okay and change them. And then when you change them, they have to eat again. And then they poop one or change it. It's just like, it's all the time. Like, and it doesn't stop for one second, but, but women are amazing and we can do it fucking all. Let me tell you. Hell yeah. Oh. Duh. <laughs> duh. Duh. Like, I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't. I always <laughs> think didn't? that I always think that I'm like weak and I can't do it. And I'm this. And then I'm like, I fucking did that. I fucking. Yeah. I'm amazing. Hell yeah. I love that. You're going to love me. You guys check out <laughs> Katie's new podcast. You're going to love me. I already love you. Thank you for coming back again and 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 being on with your new little cute haircut that I tried to copy. <laughs> Kind of failed. You look good. Thanks, no, babe. I'm happy. I, I I have fun. I always have fun when I'm talking to you. But thank you. Thank you, babe. I loved seeing you. Let me know how the virtual penis goes. Now people oh, don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Pen 15. Yeah. I'll let you know. I'm really excited. I know. And now to... we can experience this season together. Yay. There we go. There Yay. we go. So everyone, listen to Katie's podcast. Watch 10, 15 on Hulu. I don't know why I'm advertising it. This is what I do. I love something and I just don't shut the fuck up about it. And love you, babe. It was great seeing you and talking to you. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday.